Innocence, Season 2, Episode 4, yeah, uh, Episode 4 I think now of Season 2, um, you may have already noticed we, uh, well it's only, it's only me and you today folks, um, no demo today unfortunately, uh, we just had a bit of a, um, a bit of beef, so demo will no longer be appearing on the show, no. I am only joking, of course. Demo uh, was unavailable this week. Now, I don't want to try pin it all on Demo. Um, I wasn't able to do our normal recording day. Uh, Demo then couldn't do the following day. And then the day after that, obviously, the new restrictions came into place. So, um, Demo was unable to come to the house uh, where we normally record. But to be honest, that new restriction is a bit fucking ridiculous. But hey, let's not get bogged down about it and um, hopefully look we're going to look at what we're going to do now going forward and what we decide to do and um, for the podcast we'll either go back to recording remotely or somewhere i don't know we can we'll do a drive through uh, podcast recording session and um, so today this is just a quick little episode because i have gotten some very angry text messages today so this is actually literally only being recorded uh, this morning this this fine friday morning um I'm off work, so I, I, uh, I had planned on recording this last night, and I just didn't get around to it, unfortunately. Um, but today, what I'm going to be chatting about is myself and how fucking great I am. Um, I'm going to be talking about my, because it's getting into Halloween and things like that, and I've kind of been digging back through some, uh, some of my old kind of comics and things like that, and pulling out some of my favourite little spook, spooky uh, books. Um, so I'm going to give a couple of recommendations as well of stuff that I think would be really good uh, to read. But I'm also going to talk about my own little foray or... Yeah, I'm foray, is that the word I'm looking for? My little toe-dipping. I don't know what the word is I'm looking for. But basically a couple of years ago, well, a long time ago now, I think. Uh, I don't think it actually has it in this. Um, a f- yeah, good, good few years ago, I decided I wanted to write a comic, um, and I did. Uh, I done a little ten-page book, um, called Shadow Falls. Uh, it started off as Tales from Shadow Falls, um, and it was all it was monster-based, um, and then kind of as I was working on it, we you know I lost the tails part. It lost its tail. And um, we ended up going with those shadow faults. And it's something I'm very proud of. It took me a long time to kind of do it. It's not that it's anything fucking amazing. 2015. Fuck, it's five years old. That's insane. I just noticed. So on the cover. So uh, I wrote it and it was... Uh, the art was done by Kurt Kroll. Um, an American guy that I got chatting to. He had done some work on a friend of mine who had uh, released a couple of things. He had done some work in his. I loved his art style. I thought it'd be really good. There was another artist on board previous to that, but unfortunately, just due to commitment, or the commitments, they were unable to kind of continue on. So Kurt jumped in so grace, gracefully uh, and graciously for me as well, because uh, he'd done it for free. He didn't ask for anything in return, and I'm so, so grateful for him for that. And myself and actually Kurt worked on, just hang on one second, folks. Uh, I'm still here. I'm in my little man cave today. Um, yeah, me and Kurt then collaborated again in 2017. On There was so um, the Comic Labs 
It's this uh, group basically for people who want to write comics or get into comics in Ireland. And they put out these anthology books. I don't think they there hasn't been one now in a while, I think. I don't I don't think. Um but this one was called Specimen and I was lucky enough to have a little two page story featured in it. Um it was called Drip. It was another kind of horror. Uh, I'm going to talk a little bit about that as well today and where the inspiration came for that. But again, Kurt, so like I was so thankful he jumped in and helped me out with it. Um, and I absolutely, I love it. I'm so proud of it. When I kind of see them at first, even looking back now, like looking at some of the little details and shit like that. Um, but it's absolutely amazing. Like for me, and anyway, to see this, this is like stuff that I... Like, I always wanted to be holding my own kind of copy of something that I had produced. Um, it's scary. So first of all, I'll kind of give you a quick background of what um, my... my Like, I suppose why I wanted to do this and why I wanted to write a comic. Um, or just write. I love creating things. I love coming up with different characters and ideas and things like that. Um, and then kind of... Over the last maybe like 15 years or so I really kind of got back into comics and collecting comics and reading comics. I just absolutely loved it. I started reading books on like writing comics and doing art for comics. And I just thought, you know what, I want to do this. Now, Tales from Shadowfall started off as it was going to be an anthology book. And like that I was going to have, like I, for me I find it very hard just to focus on one little thing and one area of, or one idea at a time. Like I'll be doing something and go, oh, this would be funny or this would be scary or whatever. And I'll go off on a completely different thing and I forget about the original idea. And I've gotten better as time has gone on. Um, so the anthology book kind of did work for me at the start. And it was going to be six little stories. Um, I didn't kind of have a page count for each story. I was just going to kind of go with it and see. Um, but as I was kind of going through the whole process, I was learning more about comics and how you structure them and how to work them. I learned a lot more about just writing in general. And like that I was reading like a lot of different books and listening to different like lectures and things like that from other writers and podcasts and videos and just going to sign-ins and getting talking to creators and getting out there and just getting to know people really uh, linking in with people online different things like that um, and it's scary because like I admired a lot of these people that I was talking to and I just kind of felt that their work was you know worlds uh, you know above mine it was just amazing stuff um so i was a bit nervous no doubt when i got started so that i wrote the first kind of rough script for a couple of stories in uh, tales from shadow falls like that it was the first story i wrote was what ended up becoming the shadow fall story uh drip was another story that i had kind of toyed with and there was a few other like ones i was kind of loosely working on and it was all horror kind of stuff I had a big whole idea of what I wanted to do in my head with the whole book. Um, but as I kind of went on, I noticed that I really just wanted to focus on one story. And one story that I was, like, most drawn to was the the, the Shadow Falls, I suppose, uh, original story. Which was um, just, it was kind of just basically these two lads, they're two friends. They go on this, like, uh, camping holiday every year. And this year they went to uh, Shadow Falls. And even like looking back now, like so the first page of it is they're in like what I'm actually going to try to do is I'm going to try find the PDF and I'll try upload it somewhere for people uh, if they'd like to have a look at it. Um, but 
yeah so they arrive there's like they you know there's a welcome to shadow falls sign but like as they pass it on the back of the sign like run was like spray painted on it and just that alone was something like i was visualizing it in my head like you know in a movie or something like that where you know they drive past and then something pokes out or there's a little you know uh, a sign of what's to come i suppose but i absolutely loved this i kind of i gave myself 10 pages and i said that's what i wanted to do i wanted to do it within 10 pages i didn't want it to be this big long thing that was uh you know going on for page and page and drawn out now i had like as i was kind of going on i realized that i wanted to do a bigger like i wanted to do this on a bigger scale and do like a full-size comic on it um and hey you never know that might actually happen i did say at the back of this that number two was coming soon but basically this is all it's a story just about these two lads they go on a camping holiday they you know they meet a couple of strange characters and then we get this hideous monster basically and um the kind of story ends there just you know as the monster kind of appears i suppose for the first time um now i've been talking to people for a while about this and about going back and revisiting it and redoing the whole thing and it's only kind of reading it back like i said you know all right it's not great and it's not going to be winning awards or things like that but i love it i really do i'm so proud of it i'm proud of myself i'm proud of the work that kirk put in as well and um, the monster was based on um mad champ is it one of those pokemon the little lizard kind of looking pokemon uh, that was what the monster was based on uh, originally and i kind of liked that like the comic is in black and white but i liked the idea the color scheme of that kind of thing and i basically wanted like a mutated version of that um you know in a very scary kind of version so he kind of has claws and a tail and you know when i seen the monster for the first time when kurt uh, sent me on the the images it was exactly what i wanted i wanted it to be this like hideous monster that just was like was going to you know be terrifying and uh we came up with like a symbol and everything that kind of you know the monster left everywhere and i had a whole big kind of plan for it and um, i have two copies here why have i got two copies oh one is black and the black and white cover so i did so what i done was as well i went to a printing uh company um and they printed out a couple of copies for me uh, i was lucky enough as well i people supported me uh, through i think it was gofundme and um, so a lot of people did help me get this printed yeah, physical print copies which was absolutely amazing um but i don't i have like a, a variant cover i suppose you could call it. it was the first kind of rough sample copy and it's all it's uh, the cover is black and white and background and everything and i absolutely love it i really do i've always been a fascinating i've obviously spoken about it on the podcast before about monsters and things like that and i suppose that's where the kind of the original idea for shadow falls came was just that like bigfoot kind of stories and things like that and people going on camping trips and seeing these weird things and that's where it all kind of came from the idea that i started to build in near the end like of me writing the first issue was like (laughs) it was going to be involving time travel and i kind of ran away with it a little bit um, and was never really happy i have like four different scripts for issue two and i've got a script for an issue three um based on one kind of idea those those like uh, issue two and three and then i've got another few for issue two that were kind of just a bit 
too out there, I suppose. Um, but it was a really good experience. It's definitely something I really want to get back into writing. My dad, I done that. That was 2015. I probably started writing that kind of stuff in 2013. Um, and even like when I first started writing, I didn't know what you know like a draft was. <laughs> I thought it was just a case of you write your script and there you go. So like as I kind of went on through the process, I was learning that right. The first thing I write doesn't have to be what goes into the book and uh, things like that. So it was, it was a really good experience for me to learn different things like that. Like I said, I've read countless books now at this stage um, on writing comics and structuring comics and just writing in general. My favourite, and it's a book that I actually go back and I read from time to time because I actually just I think it's such a great book. Um, it's Words for Pictures. It's by uh, Brian Michael Bendis. Uh, he's a big comic book guy. He does an awful lot of... He's working for DC now, I think, exclusively. Or he's working for Marvel. No, he's working for DC. Uh, so he created characters like Miles Morales, uh, Jessica Jones. Who else? I'm trying to think. He created a lot of guys um, who have kind of, you know, big impact now on the, the Marvel comics. And uh, now he's working for DC. He's doing a lot of work with... Uh, Justice League I think I'm not sure or is it the other way around no he worked for Marvel now he's gone to DC um, but yeah and then so like that I read that book when, that was one of the first books I read when it came to like writing comics I was recommended it so I kind of bought it and I absolutely just loved it I like just thought it was explaining everything so like simplifying it it's not given you know it was given it in plain english it wasn't using kind of terminology that people wouldn't be familiar with if you weren't a writer or you weren't into comics or things like that uh, like i kind of feel it is the book that anyone could pick it up read it understand it and you know potentially go on and write um a script and things like that like there's loads of other books that i've read as well but that is just one that sticks out for me um when it comes to writing um like that like i said i love creating things and i think that's where like a lot of the stuff like demo ducky kind of stemmed from um like melron who was a psychopathic uh penal it was a little cartoon that myself and the demo was involved and Steve and gary um we all kind of came up with this little comic strip almost and never nothing ever came although melron does <laughs> appear in shadow falls on the very first page um one of the characters is actually reading a melron comic and that like i think that alone the first little bit for me as well that was just like uh you know my kind of love of just creating weird stuff like to actually see although it's literally it's one panel you know anyone else reading it was not gonna know what that is like it looks almost a bit like a little fucking i don't know what it like it looks like melron you know it looks like the original sketch of melron um and then like throughout it there is like we have like some other like little bits and i think actually i spoke about this on the podcast as well before there i'm pretty sure there's a part where is it like there's a graffiti or something um that references demo maybe not i can't remember now Well, there's a part where he so there's like a park warden and he's like singing a tropical voice song um there's a part where another guy reference so 
I'll, I'll do a dramatic reading for you of the page where it references Demo. So, uh, so this is uh, Carson and Travis are the two uh, main characters, and they basically meet this weird kind of homeless woodsman. Although we never found out whether he was homeless, he was just a creep, like lurking around in the woods. But uh, it's like, yeah, well, we had planned on doing some hunting. Why? Sorry, I should probably explain. So the old guy is saying, like, what are they doing here and things like that. And he's like, oh, you shouldn't go hunting and, you know, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah. So, uh, Travis. This is Travis saying this. Well, yeah, we had planned on doing some hunting. Why? And then Carson says, let me guess. You're some animal-loving nutjob trying to save save a bear or some bullshit animal nobody cares about. And then the homeless man, or woods man. <laughs> animal lover, that's a good one. <laughs> that's more up that Ducky Boys Street. But if I was you, I'd stay out of them woods. The beast is the only thing hunting now. Uh, so yeah, so Damo Ducky gets a mention. Um, and refers to him as a man who likes to have sex with animals. <laughs> but... Yeah, I mean, I absolutely love when I look back at this. I absolutely, like, I'm, I love it. I'm so proud of it. It's just, it makes me so happy. Seeing it, like, pulling it out and seeing it. Um, and then, like, that, I kind of, myself and Kurt uh, kept in, you know, contact kind of through Twitter and things like that. I'm a big supporter of his work. I love he's doing, uh, you know, he puts up, like, pictures almost every day of stuff that he's sketching and everything. And it's just, it's amazing. I uh, love his love his art style. Um, he's also a brewer. He works for a craft brewery. Um, I think he still does. I haven't actually spoken to him in a very long time. Uh, Kurt, if you're listening, hope you're keeping well, man. Um, but then, yeah. So then, in 2017, uh, I linked back in my Kurt. So I was kind of I hadn't been writing much stuff. I've been writing like little bits and pieces here and there, and nothing that really ever seen the light of day. And then, um, the uh, comic labs it was something i was going to start going to and like for me i'm a very nervous person when it comes to like doing stuff outside of my court like i don't like new people this is something that i'm very uh <laughs> vocal about if like i was to go out with say like myself and the fiance are going out and she bumps into people she knows and she's chatting away to them and then she says she needs to go to the toilet and leaves me there with those people chances are i'm not going to say two fucking words to them uh, I just don't like new people. I find it very hard to talk to new people. If I know somebody and I, if I get kind of, you know, a feel for their sense of humor and things like that, like early on, then yeah, we're, we're you know, we're cool. But like sometimes I will say stuff that people can take the wrong way or kind of will find a bit odd. Um, but yeah, so like the comics lab was something I was really gonna try. I was gonna try to push myself and kind of go outside the comfort zone and do that. But uh, I never got the chance to. But then I seen on their Twitter page that um they were doing a, an anthology, and basically, so you could if you weren't a part of the comic labs already, you could still enter a piece for it. But you know they asked for like a donation uh, to go towards the printing cost, which I was more than happy to uh, support um and yeah so specimens was the name of the anthology and i mean like firstly for me like there's people in this book that like within irish comics that i just really admire that you know to have my like little piece of work in beside all of theirs was just i mean insane it really was like for me to literally be like oh my god that's my stuff there with like 
I mean, so many people. Just some like just looking here now. But um so drip was the idea I had. So basically with this you had two pages um to write a horror what was a horror? I don't think it was a horror. I think kind of like specimens was kind of the uh in kind of the prompt word I suppose. Um so I kind of started thinking and like a story that now so this stems from an actual, well not an actual thing, but a story I heard when I was younger. And this is a, a story that's like stayed with me for so long. Um, basically about this, the girl, she's babysitting and she hears a tap dripping and dripping. So she like goes into her, the kitchen and the tap is fine. She like tightens the tap or whatever. She goes back in, she can still hear this dripping. Uh, she goes upstairs, checks all the taps, nothing. Um, so she uh, kind of, you know, goes back downstairs and then suddenly she looks behind her and there's this weird like shadowy creature red glowing eyes and it, you know it killed her she's found hanging from a lamppost this is like just a story i heard when i was younger um and it stuck with me like it's one of those like i think i may have been like eight eight or nine when i heard it someone told me uh, a friend's older brother or something was telling us trying to put the shits up us and oh boy it, it didn't put the shits up me it put the shits out of me because I shit all over the place uh, I wasn't invited back to his house but it's a story that stuck with me so when it kind of came to this and like I said Drip was going to be a story in the original Tales of Shadowfall anthology um, book that I when I first started working on on that that you know it was going to be a story it was a six page story at the time so to try to condense it down to two story to two pages um. Now, to be honest, the two pages that I put in the, like, that made it into the Specimens book um, were kind of similar to the original two, first two pages of the story. And kind of, you know, it was kind of a, the first two pages kind of give you the introduction to the monster and the, you know, the whole thing. And then after that, it was kind of, you know, a, a 10 years later anniversary kind of, uh, you know, Halloween-y kind of vibe. But, um, yeah, so I got that in and, like I said, that was like, what, 2017, 2017, 18, 19, 20, three years, I haven't wrote anything since, really, like, that other than little kind of bits here and there, but, like, that they've not kind of gone any further, myself and Damo did talk about doing a movie for a while, and it is something we are looking at, um, but again, it's trying to get back into that habit of writing and, you know, working on it, not, you know, not the first thing you write being the, the final thing, um, so yeah so i i am hoping so this is a bit of an exclusive uh, i am hoping to re-release uh shadow falls with the updated script and uh changes made to it and a longer story um and like that like i said you know shadow falls became it was tales from shadow falls and it was basically going to be an anthology book about different stories from this village or this town this like little mountain town shadow falls um so i am still looking at doing that and i am hoping to have that like maybe a couple of scripts and different drafts done by uh, the end of the year Um, i've done a bit of writing during like lockdown i was still like obviously working and stuff like that but i kind of done a bit more writing and kind of got back into the habit of writing but like that just little bits and pieces Um, so yeah i am really really hoping to to kind of get into that uh, and release more if you do want to see shadow falls i am going to try and upload some way of a, a pdf possibly of it um 
I don't have any printed co- I did get a, a bunch of printed copies uh, many years ago well five years ago now um and unfortunately they're all gone I, I have the last two remaining copies and uh, the one is the original like I said the original black and white cover the artwork and then the second one is a colored cover it's the same cover uh, just colored um which I absolutely love and I had looked for a while of having this done into a poster just to have just to be like I made this um, and I do have a copy of specimens I only have one copy of that as well I bought a bunch of them and gave them to family and friends and uh, things like that I think most people who have supported the comic and my writing have copies of stuff have copies of Shadow Falls and have copies of uh, specimen which I'm very appreciative of that they they took that they have that work um, like that a lot of people like I said for Shadow Falls people I, I think it was a GoFundMe I started uh, just to kind of cover printing costs because at the time I you know I was I was working full time but that money was all going to <laughs> was going to rent um, but yeah I like I love I love writing I do love creating characters and things like that. and it's definitely something i really want to focus on and like that from doing the podcast myself and demo have started to kind of look at different ideas that we'd like to kind of do uh the potential return of demo ducky at some point in some form um you know the i mean melron is always there uh melron so i don't i think it was taken down from youtube i don't like a little like a really shitty on my phone i think it was around like a, a really old digital camera um i like drew uh i think it was like six panels it was like a christmas special basically and i just had like this weird jazz music playing over it and i literally kind of just panned the camera across uh across them um yeah very weird <laughs> when i think back to it um we don't like an audition tape with demo because demo is going to be the voice of melron and i must try route that out i might have it somewhere we ba- we got him to like climb into a sleeping bag and like he burst out of the sleeping bag like, as if he was the nut coming out of the shell um and he had a very uh you know like those carry-on movies he had a very campish carry-on voice uh, i suppose you'd call it at the time uh, it wouldn't be accepted nowadays but it all fits so well and basically so melron was basically he was a psychopathic no he was seemed like the most friendliest cutest little character in the world but you piss him off and next thing he's like stabbing you and um you know well he wasn't stabbing he'd just go fucking ballistic and lose his shit uh but yeah and that's kind of where melron started from um but yeah so if you would like to see more shadow falls let me know and i can send you on a pdf if you even want if you want to slip into the ldms if you're following us on instagram or you want to send us an email oh i'm going to come back to emails in a minute actually because we i received an email the other day um but uh yeah let me know and i i can def- i definitely have it saved on pdf somewhere I think it's on my hard drive. Some, some, it is somewhere. I have it. Um, but yeah, so emails. I received an email. Now I actually oh, don't even have my phone. Have my phone? Is that my phone? No, it's not. <laughs> um, I received an email. But I think it was like from two weeks ago or something. Just shortly after we wrapped up uh, episode thirty. But it was someone who was absolutely disgusted that the uh 99 won the uh king of the ice creams they like they said that it was a shambles of an event the email address was like i won't say the email address because it actually is the person's email address but it 
did seem like an email address that was purely made to just send this one email um but yeah it was a shambles of a, a tournament and that 99 should have never even been in it so someone was very angry but hey that's just the way the the cream curdles um it was voted by the people and i think like that uh, it was always going to be the top spot um like going in it was the favorite going in i said this today i think a lot of people were voting based on nostalgia reasons you know if you have a good memory from an ice cream that's you're going to vote for that you know not necessarily because you like it but it could just be a memory kind of a thing um but yeah right let's get to some recommendations for some spooky halloween reads now just hang on one minute because i have to actually go and get the books that i would recommend Right, we're back. So, um, I'm just going to give a quick rundown of some of the books I would recommend. Uh, some very, I suppose, obvious ones probably uh, here or one or two that you might be like, yeah, obviously, John. But these are just a couple of comics that I kind of feel are definitely worth picking up, especially at this spooky time of year. Um, so, one, we'll kick it off with a fairly obvious one, The Walking Dead. Really good uh, comic. The writing in it is absolutely amazing. The art is fantastic. There is, it's obviously, so the Walking Dead comics have now finished, so there is 32 volumes in total of The Walking Dead, um, all available now from your local comic book shops, and do try support your comic book shops, uh, don't go to Amazon or any of those places to be buying comics, support these little businesses, help them. Um, yeah, so it follows Rick Grimes, and you know the whole story, I suppose, of The Walking Dead, it's zombies, and yeah, it is, it's very, very good. Number two, one of my favourite comics of actual all time, of actual all time, of all time, uh, Witches uh, by Scott Schneider and Jock. Absolutely amazing artwork. Jock's one of my favourite artists. Just the way, I mean, just the art is, it's mind-blowingly good. Um, I, I, like anything by Jock, I do enjoy. Um, just like that, his art style is really good. Scott Schneider, one of my favourite writers as well. So definitely strongly recommend Witches. Um, it's about witches. <laughs> and then Redlands and very another uh, another good uh, scary horror series. Um, I definitely recommend that. I'm literally I'm not gonna kind of give too much details on these because I think it's better just you know. This is just my list of recommendations and a list of fucking summaries. I want to find out. Um, Harrow County. This I only read Harrow County this year last year i think I, I picked up all the uh the volumes possibly it was this year or last year it was it was fairly soon and relevantly early on this year i think it was anyway um really good really good stories uh a really good story the whole way through i think there is eight volumes of that out and then there's also there's like another little mini run uh with tales from harrow county which again would definitely recommend picking up um really good spooky monstery like just everything i kind of i feel and again the art in that is absolutely fantastic uh, the art is by hang on one second i'll tell you now the art is by oh tyler crook um and cullen Boone, uh bun bin uh yeah so the art is by uh tyler crook um and, like it literally looks like this chap is just painted painted on to the uh to the pages they're just fantastic um 
yeah, like that Howard County is one of the most famous things. Sorry, but uh, yeah. Uh, other than that, Spook House. So Spook House was kind of like an all-ages uh, comic that came out from uh, Albatross Publishing, which is Eric Powell, my favourite, favourite artist of all time. He does The Goon, um, that's probably what he's most famous for. Uh, yeah, so that's like a little anthology series. series. There's three volumes of that now? Two volumes? Three volumes, I think. Um, they're all available as well. I would highly recommend going and picking that up. It's really good. Kind of fun, lighthearted, uh, little tales, kind of um, parodies on some popular kind of uh, horror stories and things like that. But really good uh, stories. Moonshine, another one's a werewolf story. Werewolf and gangsters, what more could you want? Definitely go and look. That's I've actually no idea now what, what like I'm reading the single issues of, of Moonshine. So I'd say there might be four or five volumes of it if you want to go pick them up. Um the goon itself actually is a pretty good story it's kind of you know again it's a light-hearted uh, uh yeah i suppose there will be some horror horror parts in it um so definitely it's a really really worth checking out um uh, man thing from rl stein oh just dropped a big pile of comics um yeah so rl stein done some work on man thing from marvel last year was it the year before Excuse me, the year before last. And Tyler Crook actually done some of the art on this, I think, as well. I think he may have done some of the covers. Collection, maintain. Yeah, yeah, he's done some, some of the art, uh, Tyler Crook, and you can definitely see that on some of the covers. Um, but yeah, it's a really good uh, story. R.L. Stein, obviously, the man behind uh, the Goosebump books. Uh, another one, By Chance or By Providence, uh, I think it's called. It's an anthology book, really, really good. Um, it's so good. I don't even remember the name. I have it somewhere. I need to get new shelves. Couldn't see any of my damn books. Um, but yeah, that was another one I would definitely recommend picking up. Uh, Gravity Falls, uh, very, very good story. Um, like mm, devilish kind of secret society kind of stuff very good i'd really recommend picking that up that's actually going into the last few issues now um so i'd recommend picking that one up is there anything else i can think of there is a few like there's like batman the long halloween i've never actually read the whole thing but what i did read was enjoyable um there is like the marvel zombies there's tons of those there's all different ones and i think there's like new ones that came out there a while ago uh there's actually the is it DC deceased? Deceased in any way? Uh, it's from DC. It's kind of basically a zombie apocalypse breaks out, a plague, and you know, the um, Stinmar spells to the Marvel zombies what happens when the heroes become zombies. So, like that, you got like the Flash becomes a, a zombie, and obviously, the speed he moves, he can infect the world, you know, 10 times over basically. Um, so, what do you do? And there's kind of, you know, some of the b superheroes or c superheroes even are the ones that are left trying to sort everything out and things like that you know what happens when superman becomes a zombie and very good very good uh i'd say enjoyable kind of little uh romp of a read <laughs> but yeah other than that, hey shadow falls that's a fantastic little horror story if you're into 
into that kind of stuff if you're into monsters. Anyway, I thought I'd do something special on the show. Now, that's my little, sorry, that's my little list. There is, there's fucking tons of others, really. Uh, I said Gravity Falls, didn't I? It's not, it's Gideon Falls. Fucking hell, John. Gravity Falls is like a kid's TV show. Um, So, yeah, Gideon Falls. I would highly recommend reading that. I'm just looking around my room because I have, like, tons of prints and stuff up on my walls. And I know, like, majority of them are from... Uh, comics. I'm not trying to see if there's any other kind of horror-related ones that I'd recommend. No, the Dark Knights. Um, Dark Knights Metal and Dark Knights Now Heavy Metal. I definitely recommend. That's not necessarily Halloween, but it's a uh, good, um, a really good story. Um, yeah, Gideon Falls. Forget I said Gravity Falls. Gideon Falls. Um, I was only actually watching Gravity Falls the other day. Uh, so yeah. Other than that, there's like just if you're like kind of more lighthearted and you know just looking for, not necessarily like a horror kind of a read. I'd actually really recommend reading uh, Rick and Morty uh, versus Dungeons and Dragons. There's two volumes of that out. The two volumes, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's two volumes, and it's actually pretty, pretty good, pretty good read. Um, I have to say for a bit of lightheartedness, if that's what you're looking for. But yeah, that's my little list. I'm gonna, like I said, I'm gonna do something special on the show. It doesn't really make sense doing this on the show, but let me reach over here. And I'm going to open a packet of my Ricky Martin trading cards live on air and see what we get. Uh, just to round off the show. Like I said, it's a little bit of a, a shorter show today. So the types of cards that we're looking for are the La Vida Loca cards or there's like autographed cards. So they're what we're looking for. So starting off, no. Oh, wait, it's a Ricky Martin checklist. Oh, you'd think actually like there'd probably be something like this in every packet, but there's not. The checklist is actually counted as one of the cards. Well, well now I have it. Um, I've got Ricky Martin with his arm over his head. I've got black and white Ricky Martin. Oh, I've got Ricky Martin in a nice little Gansey. Uh, Ricky Martin in a shirt. Ricky Martin on a fence. And the last card. Oh, it is a La Vida Loca card. Wow. Well, there you go, folks. Number 13, is it, of the La Vida Loca cards? I can't see that number. It's fucking tiny. Oh, L3, sorry. Um, of the La Vida Loca card. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, these are kind of like hologramic, holographic kind of cards almost, or I don't know what you'd call the backing. Kind of, yeah, hologrammy. Um, but yeah, there we go, folks. That was fucking pointless, wasn't it? Rounding off with doing something that was really more visual. Uh, I am looking at trying to do like a little a total unboxing i suppose and open up every packet that i have i've got two boxes of ricky martin cards boxes not packets boxes 24 packets in each box i have opened this is the second pack now i've opened of my ricky martin cards um but yeah thanks so much for listening to this week's um not so normal nonsense i guess like i said we are hoping to be back up running as normal asap uh we are really gonna try to get the movie night done i don't know whether it will happen now it might be a case of just having to watch the movie separately we had planned on gonna get that done we were planning on getting that done actually last weekend but unfortunately i was unavailable um in the end 
Um, but hopefully before Halloween we might be able to get it recorded at least maybe if we both watch it just separately uh, we are watching Drag Me to Hell or Drag Them to Hell something about dragging people to hell um, that's the movie we're going to be watching this month hopefully I don't want to get people's hopes up so we will try to get movie night we have got a massive plan obviously for Christmas that we're going to watch four movies um, and have four separate shows but we'll have to see how that goes because that's it's a lot of work we might combine it down like two kind of two big shows uh two movies each but we want you to tell us what movies you want to watch christmas movies what are your number one christmas we have a few already in mind but tell us what you think your top christmas movies are hey maybe that's a tournament maybe that's the next tournament there the christmas movie champion the best christmas movie ever i know like i seen a poll before actually it was like elf i think one and i just i like elf but I don't think it's the best Christmas movie ever. Um, and you see, there's some movies that you don't class as Christmas movies, but they are Christmas movies. I think like that. I think I talked about that. That a uh, Gremlins that's based at Christmas time, technically a Christmas movie. And there's that scene where he talks about his dad being stuck. It was his dad that was stuck up the fireplace, and it was only a couple of days after Christmas. They thought he went missing. I'm seriously watching Gremlins and they're walking down the street and the fella's talking to the girl and talking about his dad and then he told he ran away and it was only a couple of days after they started to get the smell and it turned out he was up in the the fireplace he had died um so there you go you next time you're watching gremlins keep that in mind but i am going to go folks i am doing a bit of painting today as in not painting a wall i'm painting a little picture um but yeah thank you so much everyone for listening i really do appreciate it it's shite not doing this with demo um obviously we had planned this week we were going to be doing our superhero teams um putting picking superheroes from movies and pitting them against each other and seeing whose team would come out on top survivor series style um to see who would be the the best of the best um but unfortunately we don't i have my team selected I'm not going to reveal any of them here, just in case Demo is listening. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna win. I mean, I have one person on my team that I'm just like, like, like I don't know. She, the, the other people are just there just to make up the numbers. I think we said we were going to pick five people. Um, so, do you know what? I am very confident. And not because I'm into comics and I read comics, because obviously we're not classing it on that. But we said any superhero movie, we could pick. I think we we said we could only pick the good guys though as well, because I think I was saying that we can't have you know like Thanos and he just has the gauntlet and he snaps and that's that, because that's just pointless. Um, and then we you know we well see, I suppose he has the gauntlet, so he could do what he wants really. Yeah, but but anyway, so it's just the superhero. It's not accessories or anything like that or anything special that you might have. Uh, I can guarantee right now, demo if you are listening, I know you've got Superman on your fucking team, and you've like already got some stupid fucking argument uh, about why he can't be beaten. Um, but trust me, I I've got this. I've got this, folks. Don't worry. Um, so I pulled the La Vida Loca card that's the main thing to take away from today if you would like to read uh tales from shadow Fall, shadow falls sorry uh do let me know and i can look at emailing you on a uh a pdf of it 
if you'd like. I was up on Tumblr for a while. I think Tumblr is not even an existing thing anymore. I might see even can we add it to the Reddit page. Uh, I'll have a look and see. We'll try, I'll try to figure something out that we can get it up and people can see it and tell me how fantastic it is. But until then, folks, everyone take care of yourselves. Thank you so much for listening. I have been John. This has been Normal Nonsense. And we'll talk to you next week. Hopefully. See you now.